Hello, this is Giovanni, and this is what happened last time. We met the renowned songwriter Darwin Ironquill and helped him clear out the underwater home of a mermaid in exchange for a magical loot and a modest chest of gold. After defeating a group of sea spawn, we were attacked by Tagglesmith, or whatever his name was. That cute baby dragon turtle that had previously sworn vengeance when we killed his mutant friends. We were victorious, due in no small part to me, and my new belt of hill giant strength. It was quite impressive. For three weeks, you've been a passenger on the iron slide. Slowly and steadily, the heavy, metal-plated ship cuts east through the surf. Today, the sails are full, and the mechanical oars have been stowed. You've enjoyed the hospitality of the crew, mostly gnomes and the occasional dwarf. They're an affable bunch, and they treat you like paying passengers. You haven't lifted a mop. They're led by their charismatic Captain Karana, and her first mate, a walking suit of armor that the gnomes call a gold lender, they call him Scarecrow. Runar, you have found that Karana is a little bit of a collector of historical items, or at least things that she hopes are historical. And she has a lot of junk in her cabin, and she's currently showing you all of her junk and seeing if you know anything about it, because she's realized that you are a learned man. So what do you think about this? She has this orange gem embedded into a patch, and she rubs at it, and then holds this gold ring up, and on the inside of it it says, Love of my life, it's just a plain gold ring. Where might that have been come from? I certainly hope a, a wedding. Let me see if it has any uh, other significant markings of some sort. It's common, so it's probably halfling. What do you think? The size is probably a good indication. Uh, do the, you know halflings tend to have smaller fingers than humans or high orcs or perhaps even a, um, a serodin? You haven't mentioned the pony yet. It's a big wooden pony, life-sized. Next uh, oh, to the desk. yes, the, the pony of. Do I recognize any of this, or is it just giant? It's interesting stuff, but just junk. Yes, wooden ponies. This one is reminiscent of another wooden horse, but uh, due to copyright reasons, we won't be talking about that horse. Uh, I think I've heard of that one. I wonder if maybe this was a model for it. Hard to say. I mean, um, have you got any of this, like, dated or aged or... Runar! Runar! Uh, you're being summoned. When am I going to see Karana's junk? You, you don't. Yeah, don't let him in here. I know better. Yeah. I don't think there's anything I can say to convince him. I can tell him it's worthless. He would just steal it because it's not worth anything. He's like you. He just collects things. Here, give him this. Hands you a iron holy symbol. It looks like a shepherd's crook. It's tarnished. I don't like that one as much. Ah, yes. Do I recognize the religious symbol? Yeah, it's definitely a symbol of Halor, which you have seen a little bit more in this area because... Halor is a fallen life god that is still very popular in Aurora. Oh, Halor. Yes, yes. Thank you very much for the tour. I'll be seeing you, perhaps at dinner. <laughs> and I slick out of the room quickly because I'm getting a little overwhelmed by the junk. You almost bump into Scarecrow on your way out. 
large, intimidating suit of armor. It's splint mail painted in different colored blues, reminiscent of the Xanray warriors in Shem Reni, which you have talked a lot with the captain about because she thinks that's very interesting. He looks down at you with his one orange eye that matches the one on the captain's patch. Do, do the gem on your for your eye correlate with the gem on her eye patch? You're a smart one. I feel like I used to be a scholar of sorts, now I feel like a dirty pirate at times. And he puts his finger towards the eye and then points at you. Runar, Runar, hey, wh- when can I go see the junk? Well, that's really up to the captain's discretion, as it is her personal collection. Yeah, but I would love to sit and, like, trade things with her and stuff. She did have something to uh, satiate your curiosity. She had this shepherd's script. It's a symbol of Halor. She said she would be willing to trade it for something. Uh, I do Ooh. want to point, point out this is of great historical significance due to the fact that it's from a fallen god, and it is very prevalent in Aurora. Well, that's neat. How much do you think this thing's worth? To the right person, it could be quite a bit. Here, and he pulls out a seashell from his vest, and then he uses distort value and changes the look of it to be all nice and shiny. <laughs> and he's like, you give her this, then I'll take that. Do you want me to give her a seashell that's going to lose value in, what, an hour? Just make sure that you put stuff on top of it when she puts it down. You know that she's already got several seashells that look nicer than the one you're just offering, even ah. in its current state. I'll look through my vest and see what I got here. Maybe a nice conch shell? Nice. He whips out the conch shell from the magical item that broke. I do! And he distorts the value on that. <laughs> It kind of grows in your hand. You can hear the ocean, and he puts it up your head. That's not... Okay. Jack, what are you doing on this ship where nobody's asking you to work? Just kind of enjoying the sea and trying to stay out of the cruise way. All right. You're just looking off across the horizon, and the boat moves up from where you're sitting and comes back down, and then you realize there's a couple of ships, and you hear, All hands on deck! And everybody starts moving around because apparently somebody else saw it too. I'll walk up to the person who called all hands. What are those ships? It's the dwarven quartermaster, Durlin. He takes out his spyglass. I think that's the Zendalani fleet. Or at least part of it. And you start hearing people yelling some more and going into panic mode. You look up and they're closer than they were when you first saw them. Karana comes out and starts barking orders. She wants things headed a certain direction. They start talking about the weather, they start talking about the waves, they are going to figure out how they can outrun these ships, and they are getting closer and closer. Does the Ironside have like an engine in it, or is it like a regular ship? It has some sort of boiler system that you've seen used when they have the oars pop out every once in a while. Does it move super fast? No, because it's heavy with iron. Oh boy, Uh, we got company. Yes, yes. Perhaps you should just shoot the cells out with some firebolts. Karana, where's the fire? Get your cannons out. She turns to you and says, That's already happening, please. Good. Stay out from underfoot. Got it, got it. You got your eye on it. I got it. <laughs> Are they gaining on us? Yeah. If we could compare these Zindalani warships to pirates, would they be your average buccaneer or, like, say, the Emerald Sails? 
They're definitely more legit than the Emerald Sale. Like, these are not probably pirates. They're probably privateers who okay. work for the Empire. Chances are good that if they get to you, you may not be killed because you might be pressed into service. Runar, we don't want to get uh, taken over by these guys. They'll press us. We'll be on their ship, kind of like the Emerald Sail a little bit, except the top gobbies. Crap. I like your hat, by the way. I'm glad you're wearing it today. What? Oh, yes, this thing. Yes. <gasps> Runar, lift up your hat for a second. He lifts up the hat. <laughs> uh, feel your ears. What? And he touches the side of his head, they're not there, and then he reaches up and he's just like, rubs a little, <laughs> essentially a cat ear on the top of his head. <laughs> he sighs and puts oh! the hat back on. Drunk, he's got cat ears now! Okay. Cat ears, drunk! <laughs> What's next? Whiskers? He starts feeling your face. Oh, I feel a few bumps. I think I feel a few bumps. He slaps your hand away. <laughs> No, I refuse to get whiskers. We're going back. Whatever this is, we're getting it fixed. No more. Well, I, you know, I hate to say it, but we might not be going back for quite a while if these guys get us. <sighs> Captain Connor, what, what? Are, I forget your name. I'm, uh, I've just been calling her One Eye. She's, I, that seems very rude. She <laughs> says, "Hold on a minute." Fire! Oh, oh. <laughs> All right. And a huge volley of cannons shoots the direction of the first pirate ship. <laughs> oh, hey, I, I have an idea. One second, he goes to the side of the ship where the hobgoblins would have a full front view of. I'll use my new wand. And he pulls out the wand of airscript that he bought a few weeks back the last day you were at Sandalwood with his money from the mermaid. And he starts smelling out, go back, we're broke. We have no money, go. We're good. It's like a sparkler. And he starts writing in the air. The words just sort of linger for about a minute or so. Two problems with that. Uh, the first one is, is I, I don't think that'll deter them. Two, uh, you're assuming that they can read. And uh, three, the ship's probably worth more than, you know, gold. Well, you're probably right. It's worth a try, but... Oh, well, I don't think it's working. Uh, Captain Connor, I, I, can I help? I really am pressing matters. I just want to help. I don't want to help the hobgoblins. Oh, the cannons will bounce right off this thing, though. The other ship returns fire. One of the cannonballs comes through and does some damage to the wooden part of the ship towards the top of the deck. And another one hits one of the plates with a huge gong. Giovanni's gonna go run to the wooden broken part areas and he's gonna start casting mending to repair those areas magically. As soon as the lead ship gets within range, I'm gonna start volleying flame arrows at the uh, sails. Okay. Druck takes one of his fire arrows out, cocks it, and just waits. The ship that's in front, the sail is stitched with a big ghostly figure on it. Just as that gets close enough for you to see the ghost, you're like, yep. Fire arrow hits the sail. It starts to lick its way up the sail. Basically, every round after that, I'm just going to keep... start throwing arrows. Yeah. You can see hobgoblins working to stop it. They're throwing water at it. They might have a spell caster over there. You see smoke start coming up as they put things out. As that's happening, too, this dark cloud comes up from the ship and starts moving towards yours. And Do I recognize that spell? Roll arcane. 17. You start theorizing as to what you're seeing. 
something necrotic or, you know, whatever, because it's this dark, shadowy thing, then you realize that you see a couple of birds breaking from the pack, and all of these ravens start flying in, and the pirates start yelling, Rooks! Rooks! They start trying to shoot them with crossbows and whatnot. And as they get closer, you see that they're trailing smoke because they have tied fuses to the birds. <laughs> and the birds come over and just start landing on the sails. And just... <laughs> well, that's one way to do it. Can I climb up the sails and start kicking the birds off? <laughs> sure. <laughs> You see Giovanni start flying in the air. And he starts swiping at all the birds on the ship. With loot in hand. Huh. What? Oh, whatever. As I grab one of the birds and lob it back into the mass. <laughs> Just eat one of them. <laughs> Thankfully, it doesn't seem that they stuffed them with powder or anything. They literally just put fiery rag behind them, and they just sort of brought oh. fire to the sails. I do my best to try to pat stuff out or so whatever. You kill quite a few birds, but despite your best efforts, the sails are pretty hole-ridden before we know it. Thankfully, the ship has enough iron on it that the sailors are able to stop it from engulfing the ship itself. It's held to the sails. Smoke is just everywhere. People are coughing, trying to deal with this mess. And you see Karana moves her hands around in some sort of gesticulation, says something arcane. A fire elemental bursts into being in front of her. She turns to him and says something in a different language. I can understand it, because it's the weird sword. She says, to the boilers, let's go. And it runs itself down under deck to the, all the machinery that's down there. And suddenly you hear all of this noise happening in the ship. The oars stick out of the sides like you've seen before, and they just start running through the water trying to speed up. Because the sails are huh. not going to do the job anymore. Okay. And it starts speeding away, trying to get away from these ships. While that happens, though, the lead ship with the ghost on its sail starts to lose the fight with the fires. Okay. And so that one comes to a halt as the other two keep coming around it. So there were three ships, two of them are still after them, the other one's going to have to stop it and try to stop itself from going up in flames entirely. As soon as they get within range, I'm going to start shooting one of them. Giovanni actually ends up landing at the side of the boat, and then he decides to use one of his new tricks. He casts Major Image. He puts a Kraken between the Ironside and the Hobgoblin boat. There's part of a Kraken head popping out of the water and some tentacles kind of splashing up and down in front of it. He's going to try to get that boat to get off course and get freaked out a little bit. hear a bunch of screaming as they see this thing come out of the water and tentacles flail up at it. And they all start to try to veer off a little bit, but it's a little too late. And then the valve of one of the ships goes through it. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, and they get themselves together and start to try to correct themselves. But it did actually slow them down a little bit. It bought you a little bit more space. Sweet. Then he turns around and tries to fly again. And he falls right into the deck. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Did you forget that uh, bulk spells are concentration? You can only focus on one at a time. What? Do you not know how magic works? Wait, <laughs> hey, I'm busy right now. Yeah, busy beat him, fool. Rock, I think Runa is off his rocker. <laughs> Can't talk right now, shooting people. Oh, yeah, yeah, back to that, yes. I'll go help fix the ship. And he goes over and starts mending some more. I will offer to help 
climb up the cells if they need something up there. Arrows, water, I don't know. They're still trying to put a few fires out. You'd actually be really helpful with that because you can climb so well. The boiler is going crazy with this fire element and just break dancing inside of it or something. The ores are getting to a point where it sounds dangerous. Creaking and groaning in ways that they probably shouldn't because they're pushing this boiler system more than they probably would like to. One of the ships comes a little bit closer. All right, I'm gonna take another shot at the sails. All right, you hear somebody yell, darn it! And that happens and some sort of hobgoblin swear word slips out and they yell at each other to back off a little bit. And nobody's been firing anymore. It's really just become a chase at this point. The sun has started to go down an hour passes. Runar, you're finishing getting the fires put out, but the sails are kind of worthless at the moment. You hear the captain talking to the first mate. She says to Scarecrow, I think we need to go into it. You've been looking behind you, and in front of you there's actually a storm. A little bit of lightning in it, and she says we can lose him in the storm. Wait, hey, Karan, hold on one second. Can you tell your fire friend to just go hang out on their ship and set them all on fire? Is that a thing? I would imagine that they've got mages up there, so I'd rather he didn't get squished. Hobgoblins are pretty good war mages. Ah. There's probably more mages over there than we have. Hmm. Okay. And they're clearly saving what they've got, because we haven't seen anything thrown yet. Into the weather, I guess. Hold on to your butts. <laughs> Scarecrow says, She says, yes. Skirt into it, and we will be out before we know it. Ay, 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 ay. Hey, Runar, you know how you don't like water? <laughs> I was just... <sighs> Why did you get us a slow ship, by the way? Jeez, I tell you... Why that. did you get the ship? Why did Drunk get us a slow ship, by the way? Drunk, why did you get us a slow <laughs> ship? You are more than welcome to book passage on any ship you like. I can easily get passage on any ship. You should have let me do it. Perhaps, but it's not what happened. As you're having this conversation, it's gotten darker and darker around you moving into this hurricane and it's definitely gotten a little bit windy but maybe not as windy as you might think you push through suddenly nobody can see past 10 feet and then there's a huge crashing grinding sound and the entire boat comes to a grinding jarring halt as it hits something people are thrown forward deck save deck save go ahead and make a deck save Net one. <laughs> 14. 23. <laughs> Geo hits the ground. The other two keep their sea legs. You do see several people just falling forward. But as you go to stand up, Geo, your head feels really heavy. <laughs> oh. And Runar, you feel the same thing. And Druk, you see both of them fall forward onto the deck, slumped. Thump, 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 thump. <laughs> the entire crew just starts falling asleep around you. And before you know it, you're standing there, and Scarecrow, the walking suit of armor, is standing there. Everybody else is out. Most of the clouds are now behind you. It's like a ring. You're at a bunch of rocks. There's a pretty lush-looking island in front of you. But along the rocks, all around you, are other elves. Most of them are blue-skinned with silver hair, holding spears, and wearing shark skins, leathers that might be taken from sea animals. Okay. And one of them in Elven says, Weapons down, please. Put my bow over my shoulder and... Scarecrow, next to you, pulls his long sword out and holds it samurai style, ready to defend himself. Scarecrow, let's put our 
sword down. We're clearly outnumbered, and I don't know that we really want that impression. He looks all around. We can take that. He starts stepping forward. The elf says, looks as though he's going to have to go. And all these spears go. He's just bristling with spears. I put both my hands up and slowly walk away from the automaton. <laughs> Falls forward, all the spears jab into him, and a few poke all the way through him, and he just slides down to the ground. And that orange eyeball of his rolls out in front of you. Sorry about that. I would brace yourself. Okay, I'll grab the railing. You hear behind you, almost like it's coming through a megaphone. You will be impressed into the Hobgoblin Empire. Zendalon will... And before you know it, it gets really close, and this ship comes behind and rams into your ship, splinters, and Hobgoblins come flying as well, and even the land and start to get up. Hmm. They all start falling asleep. Are we basically beached? Yeah. All right. And now there's a ship kind of rammed in behind it, and that ship fell apart Is against the, the Ironside. And the Ironside's fine? Ironside's not fine, but okay. it's definitely more intact than it gotcha. is. When the smoke clears, the ring sort of expands a little bit. There's ships all over this island. Wreckages ringing this island. Look down at probably the wreckage of some old ship that we're beached on. Look up to the guy that I was talking to. Smirk and say, permission to come aboard? I thought you might say that, cousin. Come with me. I look over at Scarecrow. Guard the ship. <laughs> Start walking over to him. They have a bunch of long boats, and over the course of the next hour or two, they clear the ship of all the people. They're all still sleeping. You happen to be the one elf among the group. They're keeping an eye on you. They're right. expecting you to keep your weapon put up. They don't actually take it from you. But everybody else, they're grabbing packs and collecting all of the stuff from the boat. Okay. They're harvesting the ship. Right. I'm not familiar with this island. This is Cartalath. It's pretty obscure, but you have an odd memory of it, largely because it's an elven word. Right. You say, I think I remember something called the Maraquende. They all perk up and smile. All of their teeth, by the way, are just a little bit sharp. You notice, too, a couple of them have horns, little guys, right, right. on top of their heads. The Maraquende, you remember, are sea elves in old songs. You don't think they're good people. They have a, a long, bad history. As you move further into the island, there's farmland, really fertile volcanic soil. They're growing a bunch of delicacies, things like tomatoes and red and yellow peppers, things that are vibrant and maybe wouldn't grow very well in the sea. Right. And there are a lot of people in chains that are picking fruit and vegetables. Are all the laborers suntanned and sailory looking? Yes. Okay. Yes. And you notice that they're really not elves. Right. There's also a good amount of jungle on the island. So right. There's, there's a cultivated area and there's a wild area. And then in the center of the island, you can see that there is a mansion. There's a tower specifically on one end of it. The circle of storm is clearly centered on that. It comes up and out of the tower or something, because that's the eye of the storm. I have not heard of the Maraquende for quite some time. Is this the only village or island? Oh no, this is just an outpost. Agricultural site. I see. Maraquende is the kingdom. Uh, okay. Cardalath is the island, and the, we are the Garen Elves. The Garen Elves. 
Is that true of all the Maraquende, or yes. are they all considered? Okay. And you're from somewhere uh, west, I imagine. Yes. I'm from the kingdom of Anad in Tandria. It's much like the Maraquende in that we don't advertise our presence as much as some of our people do. We're trying to stay out of a, an incursion of giants within the Tandrian borders. What puts you with all these lesser beings? Adventure. I have no real alliance to any of them save that satyr over there and that feline human... That, that guy over there. <laughs> There's just a pile of people laying there and you guys are kind of curled up together. <laughs> Geo sucking his thumb. <laughs> <laughs> the rest... The silly ship that ran into the one we were on, I have absolutely no allegiance to. Gnomes and dwarves typically make good workers. We'll see what Daladin says about those two. They're unique. I'll give you that. They are. I would like to, if at all possible, negotiate their release, but I have absolutely no allegiance to the rest of the crew, and I believe there's probably one or two magic users on that group of hobgoblins. Hobgoblins will pick some fruit, that's for sure. We'll wake them up eventually. Who is this Daladin? He's our leader here. At this point, there's a small group that are walking you towards the mansion. Okay. Looks like a pretty old building. The closer you get to it, you can see. I mean, it's very well constructed. It looks like it was probably something amazing at one point. Is this where the governor lives? Daladin, yes. And what is your name? Dajik. I appreciate the hospitality. So they walk you up to the mansion, big knocker, and the door opens up and there's a giant raven person standing there in robes with a hood down, brown seaweed almost that's been weaved together, and he's got a hand crossbow. This is Yuri. He'll take you to the Daladin. We're going to deal with the prisoners. Do be careful with my friends. Door slams behind you and you're standing there with this big raven person. Seven foot tall, giant bird looking at you. Yuri, I understand you're taking me to Daladin doesn't say anything, just as these weird bird blanks where it just looks like skin moves past his eyeballs. Take me to Daladin. He puts one big wing out. Alright, I will walk the direction he's gesturing. The place is made of stone, but it's been made soft with tapestries and rugs and upholstered furniture. Giant fireplace that you could walk into. There's a couple of circular staircases. The top of the staircases on both sides of the vast hall that you walk into. And at the top of the stairs comes another one of the Garen Elves. He's got a manicured goatee. Smiles down at you with his sharp teeth. Slicked back, silver hair. Blued face with black eyes that you can't even see any white in. He's walking down the spiral staircase slowly. Well, a cousin... I understand I'm supposed to discuss the release of a few of my compatriots with you. Other elves? No, but pretty useless in the regard to uh, what you take prisoners for, as I understand it. Hmm. We can talk that over. I was just about to eat some supper. Are you interested? It has been a while since I've had a tomato. Yuri, fetch dinner, please. Wanders off on its bird legs. Not a very talkative fellow. He doesn't speak. Ah. Daladin Razoff. Almost bows. Drukki from the Kingdom of Anad. 
Well, Druggy, you found yourself on my island. We were escaping a few ships full of hobgoblins that were intending to press us into service for their battle with Tandria. Well, if you would do me the honors, I would love to have a dinner guest. I'd be happy to have supper. Runar, you wake up. (laughs) (laughs) You are wet. You've got sand all over you. And you realize that you have shackles on your wrists and on your feet. And you look over and you are chained to Geo, who's (laughs) drooling on the ground laying next to you. I just stare at him with an annoyed expression on my face, blinking like, how? <laughs> I slap him. Ow! Ow! Runar! Oh, what? Why'd you do that? I barely touched you. Maybe I was just so deep into sleep, I was having a very nice dream. You know that uh, gnome's eyeball? The, gold, yes. the orange eyeball? I got it in my dream, so I think I totally need that. That would be hilarious. Huh. Huh. Oh, by the way, um, what's up with these shackles on the beach? <laughs> I think we're prisoners. We're in shackles. The last thing I remember was falling asleep unnaturally on top of the ship after we just marooned on some rocks. Wait, uh, we didn't make it to Portmanteau, did we? Uh, no, did we? No, no. I look around. There are lots of other shackled people. Some of them are gnomes. Some of them are hobgoblins. A couple of dwarves. Some of them are being carted off towards the fields and the orchards. Uh, Runar, this is not Portmanteau. No, no. And these would be way too good of mercenaries doing this kind of thing. These aren't the mercenaries after you? No, no, no. Oh, okay. So what mercenaries were after you? I guess maybe there's better time to ask these questions. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've told you it's no big deal. There's always somebody after me. It's not a big deal. Are these people after you? Is that why we're here? Is this your fault? No, no, I don't recognize these people. No. Mm-mm. Geo, you have heard of Garen elves before. In fact, you've seen a few. They're kind of blue-skinned. They're elves, but they can breathe underwater. Runar knows that Garen is also a term for one of the infernal powers, and he thinks that something in their history connected these elves with infernal powers, demons, devils, something like that. He feels that he has seen some artifacts in his day that show that there is supposed to be some sort of underwater kingdom of these evil elves, and that's how he remembers them as evil from the books. Okay. Hey, Runar, these are uh, Garen elves, and... um... I think it's not a good thing. No. Oh, I'm pretty sure we're in some trouble here. <laughs> what was your first clue? The the elves with the devil horns or perhaps the shackles? Yeah, it was the shackles first, yes. That oh, was okay, the first okay, clue. Okay, okay. Yeah, you know Garen is an infernal power. Really? Yes. No, I did not know that. Yes, yes. And yeah. the elves are named after him. Oh. Think about that for a second. Okay, hold on. <laughs> okay. Okay. You didn't have a thought in your head, did you? <laughs> a little bit. A little bit of a thought. Yes. Yes. No, they're, they're named for the demon power. Like, look, they got infernal horns on their heads. Hey, Garen! I, no, don't do Garen! this. We're going to die. Does one look at me? <laughs> yeah, you get one looking at you. Don't move! <laughs> okay, I'm looking at him, Runar. <laughs> yes, I do see, yes, horns. And... He says something in Elvish. Do, do either of you speak Elvish? I have Sylvan. For... You know enough that it's definitely Elvish, but you don't understand. Okay. He starts saying something in Elvish, doesn't think that you respond quickly enough, and he gives you a smack on the other cheek. So now you have a handprint on both cheeks. <sighs> what is this, beat up Giovanni Day or what? Jeez. I don't know about the last hit, but I barely touched you on the first one. <laughs> oh, yeah, and again, probably in deep sleep, you know. 
Do you think Cartana would miss her eyeball? I think she's going to miss her ship. Oh, yeah, probably. I think we're going to miss her ship. Um, That's a good point. Maybe so, we should start thinking about how to escape. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you about that. <clears throat> Can you pick the locks? Well, let, let me try it, let me try it. He digs into his vest for just some type of random thing that's pokey, and he's going to try to pick a lock. Okay, just make a dex check with disadvantage. All right, let me, let me take a look here. Let, let's see here. Um, after a little while, it doesn't seem to be working, and his little pin breaks inside the lock. The elf <clears throat> comes back over to you, too, and says, Hey, hey, hey. You don't know what he's saying exactly, but he grabs the letter opener out of your hand and... Oh, wait, no, I need that! Slaps at your hand. <laughs> hey, do you like music, Elf, sir? Do you like music? Blank stare. So I try a basic greeting in lingual. See if you get a response. I'll try it again in giant. Uh, excuse me, sir. If you let me go, I would be able to tell you stories and sing you songs all night long. You'll get the best entertainment of your life. But I can't obviously do that when I'm shackled up. And he holds up his hands and his feet. He puts his hands on the chain between your hands. And you just for a split second have hope that maybe he's going to do something with it. And he yanks you up to your feet with him. Oh, by extension, Runar, you kind of are lifted up too because you're <clears throat> chained together. There's just no need for this level of brute force. We are being friendly. And you see the other elves are picking up other prisoners, and okay. they start. Can, line, can they we start get somebody that? Down a path. Can we get somebody that perhaps speaks? Do you speak anything? No, see, he doesn't even speak. <laughs> Maybe he speaks by his eyeball blinks. They push you on. I wonder where Druck is. Back at the mansion, Druck, you are eating a wonderful meal at a giant table. There's a bunch of animal heads on the walls. Boar seem to be the thing around here, right. but there's a few sea creatures that apparently have been mounted, mounted as well. Right. What you're eating is a tomato soup as a first course, and now you are working on a boar's steak, and there's a really nice salad that has some tomato and some peppers and a vinegary oil and some beans in it. Well, this is quite lovely. And he's even got a little bit of wine. Nice. So how long have you been in Cardinaloth? 200 years, give or take. It's a fair length of time. It gets a little boring, I would have to admit, but I make the best of it. I have not had food like this since I've been home. Caught the boar myself. <laughs> Forgive me if I'm misunderstanding this, but this is a provincial island of Cardalath, or...? Yes, owned by the king, and I take care of it for him. And we bring back food to the kingdom that can't be grown elsewhere. Delicacies, as you see. I understand. This is wonderful meal. I see that you're a bowman. Yes. Most of my type don't use bows. They don't work well underwater, but I have become quite the archer. Been my experience as well um, from a forest in Tandria that makes good use of our archery skills. Well, perhaps we could hunt together. That would be lovely. What were you planning on hunting? Is it just boar on the area? Well, mostly, but we import some stock. So back at the orchard, you are being forced to pick peaches. This whole place is just laden with fruit and vegetables. Like, it is crazy how rich these gardens are. Giovanni's going to use side of hand and try to eat a peach. All right, go ahead and roll it. 20. 
your face is in the branches and you kind of eat it and nobody seems to notice. And then you turn around and you got juices down your face when you talk to <laughs> Drunar. These peaches are good. <laughs> Boy, I love Wait. these peaches. Are you eating the peaches? Shh. I want one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here. Get one. I tried to snag a peach. That's an ant one. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You get a big chewing out by an elf that comes over and takes the peach from you and throws it behind him. I was eating that. He just wasted a peach. Shakes you around for a minute, pushes you to the ground, and Geo, you fall down too. You're completely ah. bound together. Ronar, I don't like this place. <clears throat> this treatment is unconstitutional. It goes on like that for a while, and it's getting dark. There's little glowing orbs floating around that light up just enough for you to keep working. And there's enough fruit and vegetables here that it just seems like a small army of people could just keep harvesting. That's what they have you do. And you're getting tired, getting sore, and they just keep coming over and smacking you when you try to goof around. But we cut back to the mansion, and he's sitting next to the fire. <laughs> and he's having some coffee. Oh, goodness, I could not possibly eat another bite. <laughs> Are these peaches locally sourced? Or... <laughs> this is quite lovely. I can understand why you would want to retain your governorship here. This is wonderful. I'll just go ahead and stretch and... Yuri, my room. <laughs> Weird blinks. And then put his wing out, pointing in the direction. All right, I'll follow the direction, lead myself to wherever the rooms are. Okay. It's got its own little fireplace in it, too. Feather bed, lots of blankets. There's even some night shirts laid out for you. If you oh, nice. It's like, they totally got you set done up. Done and done. A little wash basin. Oh, this is quite lovely. Yuri, draw me a bath. <laughs> How did the orchard? It starts raining. <laughs> I... Hey, Al, Al, uh, Garen! Garen! He's trying to get a hold of one of the elves. Comes over, he's got a little club, just waiting to hit you with it. Ah, you don't have to hit. Okay, hey, where, where's Skullface Elf? You know where Skullface Elf is? He's an elf with a skull face on his face. He yells some elvish at you, points at the tree. No, he's not in the tree. <laughs> where is the Skullface Elf? He says it in Sylvan, too smacks you on the shoulder with the club. And He's going to cast Comprehend Language to try okay. to listen in on these people. Suddenly so you can understand the elven language that they're throwing around. And it doesn't make it much better because they're being really, really terribly rude and hateful. Everything they say is an insult. You can clearly see that they have a disdain for everything that isn't elven. Boy, Ronaldo, these people don't like other people. What was your first clue? The fact that they hit us, or maybe that they enslaved us, or... Well, well the first clue was the manacles. <laughs> oh, and then <laughs> it was all the B.I., yeah. That's all. Hmm. I'm listening in on them, by the way, with one of my tricks. Neat. It's not really helping, but I'm trying. What's your idea? You got any ideas? No, because you can't pick a lock. Remind me to get a thieves kit. I used to have one. I don't know what happened to it. Uh, you know what? Probably at Sandalwood and the Cage Bard, I bet. Yep, yep, thanks to that. I used to have one. What are you talking about? Well, I think after the Cage Bard, I'm missing a few items. Like, I can't even find my hammer. Oh, that. It's on Chess Island. Chess Island? You're going crazy. Yeah, yeah, you, you let Drucky borrow it. 
And then he never gave it back. Hmm, so he owes me a hammer. Got it. I don't know if he's still alive, though. What do you think? Mm. I don't see him. I look at one of the Garen elves, and I gesture to their ears and, like, <laughs> try to, like, just escalate in front of my face, like a skull face. You don't understand what he says, but Geo can hear it, and he says, I think he's making fun of us. <laughs> they come over and give you a smack. Oh, hey. Get back to work! What? That's... He thought you were mocking him. Truck, truck, yes, truck, yes, I have truck, long truck, ears. Truck, 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 truck. Truck, truck. Truck, truck, truck. It's not working. No, it's not. I speak understand. four languages. How can you not speak two? <laughs> okay, I'm going to use major image. And I'm going to have an image of Druck hanging out by a tree in sight of these guys. <laughs> so Druck's just hanging out by a tree, eating a peach. They suddenly run over and start talking. Hey, you, hey you! What are you doing here? I'm gonna have Druck say, "Release those two. We don't understand your language, Elf. Speak the mother tongue. Release those two. <laughs> <laughs> hey! And his hand goes through the illusion, and then the illusion sort of pops. I do minor illusion. Hold up like a two-foot miniature version of Druck. We're looking for him. Oh, nice. Just a little image of him. Yes. Yeah, and Giovanni will do the exact same thing. So they're both holding little tiny drugs in their hand. <laughs> M, M, where? At this point, there's like three of them who've all congregated here. Oh, they're looking for the land elf. Yes, yes. And then he repeats back the word that they said to him. Drug. Drug. And then he repeats back, land elf, or at least part of that sentence, trying to say land elf, back to them. Says, don't you worry, goat, you'll probably never see him again. Uh, what are they, what did they say? Oh, they said we're never going to see him again, most likely. Why are we going to see our Garen, friend why? again? Why, Garen, why? <laughs> At this point, they're getting really irritated because you're not working, and they don't understand what you're saying anyway. Club smacks you in the head, Geo, and Runar. Ow! And they point at the tree. They're going to make these two work all night long. Druck is cozy in the mansion. <sighs> Next morning comes. You two get a point of exhaustion. And Druck, you're well rested. <laughs> ah, it's a beautiful day. You sit up. Yuri is sitting on the other side of the room just staring at you. <laughs> Nod to Yuri and get dressed. Head on downstairs. See if I can't grab a bite to eat in the kitchen. Kind of have a stir fry of things. A bunch of vegetables. Dylan comes down the spiral staircase again. This time he is dressed to hunt. He has a cloak of green and brown patches, almost done like scales. He has some sort of goggles up over his forehead that have little black lenses on them. Hard hunting boots. And he has a bow that looks like it is made of like white bone and black horn has a golden string to it. Morning. Good morning. Uh, I thought we might have a little hunt this morning. Are you interested? Sure. Should be sporting. What is our quarry? Well, I thought we might hunt one of the sailors or maybe a couple. I don't know. Sure. See who's not pulling their weight. Fans back to Giovanni and Runar getting in trouble for stealing another piece. (laughs) (sighs) 
What do you say, Rainsford? I mean, Druck. Are you interested in a little sport? Sounds wonderful. We'll give them a fighting chance. Oh, good. They are lesser beings. Yeah, but don't want to make it too easy on us. <laughs> Looks like you've got your weapons close by here. Anything else that you need? Do you have strawberries? Do I have strawberries? Yuri, strawberries, please. They're the biggest oh, strawberries you've ever seen. They're like plums, but they're <laughs> strawberries. I have to take several bites of each? Yes. Alright, I'll fall in alongside Daladin and see if I can't come up with some sort of good plan. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. As you step out, there's this ring of storm around the island. It clearly comes up from one of the towers in this building. Now that you're underneath the tower, too, you can see that there's some sort of rod of metal sticking up. You walk down from a path. It's a little bit cobblestoned right around the building, but soon just becomes a dirt path. Jungle is to your right. The orchards are to your left. And then down the hill, you can see more of, like, fields. You step off into the orchards. As you walk through, you can see several hobgoblins... One of them, in fact, turns to another one as you're walking by and says, maybe this impressment thing is not the way to go. (laughs) And then you also see the captain from the Ironclad working. They've apparently taken her gem. She still has the eye patch, and she looks worn out, and she's pulling pomegranate. And a couple of the other Garen elves come up and salute. Dylan and Razoff says, well, who's not pulling their weight? And one of the elves, holding a club, says, Definitely those two. (laughs) And points right at your friends. As you look over at them, they both try to hide a peach behind them. (laughs) Can I roll slide of hands with disadvantage? (laughs) Oh, nine. I only got an eight. (laughs) Huh. Well, I suppose they'll do. These are your friends, aren't they? Yeah. Well, they're not good friends, are they? (laughs) Here's what we'll do. Because I can see that you're a little... Conflicted. Conflicted. We will give them each a knife, and we'll give them an hour head start. That sounds fair. Do we see them by any chance? Oh, yeah. They're standing right there. Drux almost looks like he's gained weight. And <laughs> <laughs> as he's talking, he's nonchalantly eating the biggest strawberry you ever saw. Hey, Drux! 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 Hey! Drux. Hey, hey Gainers! Gainers! That's the guy. They're, they're right Garens, there, right there. Garens! Garens! right there. That's what we're looking for. Buddy! Waving. A couple of smacks over the head. Hey! Drux, they keep hitting us. Drux? Runar, uh, Drugs ignoring us? I would like to apologize for my friends referring to all of your people by just their race. That seems awfully rude. I look over at the guy that just slapped him. I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name. Jelhas. Look over at him. Jelhas. Well, it's not like he said the, his name to don't us. Tell them. They don't need to know. It's just... Jelhas, nice to meet you. They're trying to pronounce Garen. Nice to meet you, Jelhas. Did he just swear at me? No. I don't know exactly what they're... I don't think that these two need to be here anymore. Daladin says, 
I'll tell you what. If they can stay away from me for two days, I'll get them off the island. I'll let them go. Giovanni's going to cast Comprehend Languages again. Okay. You heard that part right as you cast it. Roll your insights. Probably with disadvantage <laughs> because of the... Not when you roll double 18. Dirty 20. He's completely lying. You're not getting off this island. If Druck looks over at Giovanni and no one's looking at Giovanni, Giovanni's going to be doing like the no hands and like finger across the throat like, uh-uh, uh-uh, they're going to kill us, they're going to kill us. That seems like a fair trade. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do you want to tell them the rules? Hey, Runar, we're going to play a game. I will attempt to. I don't speak their language terribly well. You don't, by chance, speak their language, do you? No, we only speak Elven. It is forbidden for us to learn lesser languages. I will do my best to explain the rules. Two days and we get them off the island? Yeah, roll your insight. Oh, good. I totally... Yep, sounds... He might not be lying. He might not be lying. Druck, Druck, what game are we playing? What are you talking about? One moment. I'll see if I can't explain the rules to these people. He holds out a couple of knives. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and take the two knives and flip them so that I'm holding the blades and walk to them. In common, friends, how was your night? That was crappy. How was yours? <laughs> this looks like you've had a great night. I had a wonderful evening. Wait, why you not us? Funny story about that. And by now I've closed to like sort of a muffled discussion. I'm going to give you these two knives. <laughs> The guy behind me wants to hunt you, too. You look back at him and he's smiling with his sharp teeth. Um. As I understand it, if you survive two days, he will let you free. Oh, no, he is going to kill us. Yeah, I heard him. He has no intentions of letting us live. I believe I'm going to be accompanying the governor around on this hunt. I don't know what I think about that, Druck. <laughs> don't. What? Do you have a better suggestion? I don't want to just turn around and start shooting at him because there's a lot of these people here. Gotcha. Your best bet is to get into the forest, follow that to the coastline, circle back around with this reef of ships that they have going on, see if you can find a lifeboat, and... You can get a hold of me, correct? You have some sort of magical spell that you could... Please tell me you can contact me. Uh, that would be a no. Yeah, no. <laughs> so, I do have a swan boat, though. Oh, you do have a swan boat. You do have a swan boat. That's true. <laughs> so, um, two days. So He's going you'd... to give you an hour head start. I would head directly into the forest, go as far into the forest as you can until you get to the other side of the island. Break that swan boat out. Basically follow the reef to the left until I can get in sight with you. And then I'll just make a break for it and run out to the boat. How many heads of these sharky elves have we seen? Like, how many are on this island? Like 200 non-elves. There's a whole city of people here in a sense because there's a ton of slaves and then there's all these people driving the slaves. Um, Are you going to maybe stab this guy in the back when uh, he's not looking? Is that part of the plan? Tell me Uh, that's part of the plan. Try and sneak away. Ah. Now Uh, that we got that out of the way, are they going to at least take off the shackles? I'll see what I can do. 
Daladin says, it's a wordy language of yours. <laughs> Have you not explained it yet? They aren't terribly clever, so I had to explain it in very, very simple terms to them. They're wondering if their shackles are to remain on them. Oh, no, no, that wouldn't be worth our while. We'll no, that would be... Okay. Yeah, I mean, we want it to be a sport, right? Right. I'll switch back to comment. No, they're going to take your uh, shackles off. Do I still have my vest, I would hope? <laughs> yeah, they haven't figured out to take your vest from you. They just Ooh. took, They just took like, weapons. Weapons and packs. Like, hey, uh, if you find my weird sword, can you uh, take that and uh, get it back for me? I just got it, and it's very fun. i, I got to listen to that fire elemental, which I don't know why it didn't help us. I'm really kind of bitter about that. All right. Also, if you by any chance see that orange gem... Yeah, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> All right, good, good. This one had an exceptional sword with him. Would it be too unbalanced to give him back that sword? Giovanni bows. Well, you're a cocky one, aren't you? I have hunted greater beings like this that have far less intellect. <laughs> <laughs> Giovanni's going to start licking his arm just to be weird and look dumb. <laughs> he sizes up Giovanni. We'll bring up a chest of weapons that was collected from this recent shipwreck. We'll see if it's in there for him. Why not? We'll be sporting two of them, two of us. Giovanni pathetically coughs. (laughs) (laughs) The only way I can do anything is with that sword. I mean, this won't even be a match without that. Oh, wait, he can't understand He's complaining about the amount of work that he's been put through. One of the guards says he should not be complaining about the (laughs) amount of work that he's done. He's a notorious slacker. Where'd you purchase him, anyway? Over on the Tangerine Coast. Hmm. Hope you didn't overpay. I did. <laughs> hey, truck, uh, can you tell them to feed us? They, we need to be well-fed before we do all of this to make it fun. Perhaps a quick nap. Yes, a nap, too. Or a nap, yes. Or, like, five naps. Maybe a cat nap? Some lunch before we go, or...? Geo rubs his tummy. We could have lunch after we send them out. Oh, excellent, excellent, excellent. <laughs> you all walk down under guard. You still have your shackles on. And get down to closer to the shore. And there's a few little sheds down there where they keep a lot of tools and things like that. You notice that there don't seem to be any houses, really. The only real residence seems to be that mansion on the center of the island couple of them order around some quartermaster down there, and they bring out a chest full of swords, open it up. See it in here? Rummage through it, do I see it? You totally find it. Okay. You remember him swinging it in your face, and you're like, oh yeah, that's it. Oh yeah. Hold it up to Daylon. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. That'll be fine. Okay. He's not gonna do any harm with that. Nah. Or well, not with me around. Hey, uh, excuse me, sir. By the way, I don't know, man. I can't understand me. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? He said thank you for the precious gift that you gave him. Uh, well, we'll be the last. Well, hopefully. Runar, Druck keeps lying to him of what I'm saying. I would, too. <laughs> <laughs> Gestures to his bow. Get it? We'll be the last gift they give him. Uh, Points at his arrows. Yeah. Yeah. That, that wasn't funny. Yeah. He's talking about shooting us with his bow. <laughs> he seems to be complaining about having an empty stomach. I don't know what that's all about, but... Giovanni rubs his stomach again. I'll toss both of them a strawberry. Oh, 
Put a little color on their cheeks. Yeah, sure. We'll make them easier to spot. All right. Well, good luck. <laughs> I give him a the pirate jester for screw you. <laughs> but I'm smiling and then start running. Did he just bite his thumb at us? He did seem to bite his thumb. <laughs> All right. They hack the shackles off and dismiss you. Gio's just going to start running as fast as he can. Giovanni's headed toward the jungle. I chase after him. Once I get into the jungle, though, I would like to carefully inspect the knife. It's a little scratched up. It's, it's seen better days, but it's sharp. Hmm. I toss it to the side. And then I cast the spell of Pass Without a Trace. As you're casting that, Giovanni is going to cast Speak with Animals. As we're running, Giovanni's like, Runa, Runa, I've got an idea. I've got an idea. I've, um, so, I, how about this? We, we, how about you slow down? Take a couple deep breaths. We well, slow down. We can, we're gonna, I'm being hunted right now. What about this? We go for a while, find a cozy little place, and then I'll turn us both invisible and we'll try to like just be super quiet and chill for a while. Get, see if we can feel any better after that. Calm down. They won't be able to track us for an hour. Oh, that's a good start. They can only detect us by magical means. We're going to move all the way to the, the far side, and then we're going to circle back around with the, uh, the spawn boat. Yes, then we'll start circling back towards the ship wreckage. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully Drux starts bringing them the opposite way. They know we came to the thing. So maybe we should just take like a 90 degree turn at some point. How about right now? And he uh, takes a 90 degree turn. Uh, uh, I follow him. Back at the shore, picnic gets laid out. Oh, excellent. I was getting hungry. <laughs> and it's some sort of roast chicken dish with lots of vegetables. Some sort of fruit sauce to go with it. Oh, this is quite nice. Do you always have this ring of storm around, Alan? Yes, or? it protects the place. Brings <laughs> us our labor and other treasures. Oh, this is quite a lovely uh, lunch. I don't know how much more I can eat, honestly. Well, shall we? It's been about 15 minutes. Just a quick moment. I just want to kind of bask for a moment. <laughs> oh, I really must have the recipe for this. <laughs> can Yuri get me the recipe? Um, I don't think Yuri would be able to express his skills very well. Hmm. Well, he makes a mean cake. I'll have to ask him about this recipe at some point. Or, oh, has it been an hour already? Well, no, but I mean, what else are we gonna do? That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, we should probably. <laughs> we should probably get going. <laughs> hey, hey, Runar, those strawberries and peaches were amazing, weren't they? Yes, yes, they were fine. <laughs> are you, How are you out of breath already? <laughs> what do you think they've also eaten? I mean, what do you, do you think drugs been eating? Like, oh, this is good food? Oh. I mean, if I was a sea elf, I'd probably eat lots of fish, to be honest. You imagine they, they can catch those great big tunas? It oh, seems so exciting. Tuna sounds so good right now. Oh, my goodness. Ah, <sighs> oh, man. All right, starts walking. You see he has a very purposeful walk. He's got his bow out. And again, it's this bone and horn kind of recursive longbow. Okay. 
You can see that the string on it is some sort of golden sinew. As he starts walking, he puts his hood up, and he's still got those goggles on. And the patches on his cloak just start to shift a little bit, and they start to match the terrain around him. That's quite a wonderful item that you have there. Where did you pick that up? Oh, it was rewarded to someone here on this island a long time ago. Ah, interesting. And I'm just the inheritor of it. I I understand. Along with this bow. Where did you manage to acquire such a fine weapon? Well, there were people on this island before us. They had some nice things. Oh. And he grins. His sharp-toothed grin. Looks like a wonderful inheritance. The bow is called Recompense, and the cloak is literally called Reward. So this is my Recompense and Reward. Is that a longbow, or...? It is. This is just a simple bow from my tribe, but it's served me well. The thing that's helping me right now are these goggles, because one of those two knows how to hide his tracks. Can you find anything? Roll your survival. Sure. 18? You cannot see anything of these two, which is completely not what you were expecting. Are you sure they went this direction? Oh, I'm sure. Is it towards the forest? Yeah. Hmm. I'll take your word for it. Alright, what are you guys doing? Running. (laughs) (laughs) Just casually walking along. He seems like that weird, eerie, calm. Like, sometimes people get when they're put in, like, super stressful situations. Like, they need the stress. Bernard, what uh, what do you got for ideas? (laughs) Stick to the plan, we'll be fine. Alright. Unless you want to ambush them. I don't know if I have it in me. Wait, are we killing Druk too? I don't think so. Depends on who he shoots at, I suppose. <laughs> Just keep running. Does he seem to be moving at all quickly or...? Pretty quickly. Yeah. Okay. You feel like he's just crazy because he's just running through. He made a 90 degree turn, but you haven't seen a thing. But something's got to be up because you know these guys came this way. You sure they went this direction? I'm sure. He puts his hand to his goggles and he goes, I got you. Aha! Clever. What does that do? Well, I marked one of them before they started. I know it's a little bit cheatsy, but we can't have them getting away from our island. (laughs) I'll just follow along behind him. Runar and Geo, you come up to the shore and you see a big mess of ships as you exit the jungle. There's a little bit of a shoreline, sand and dirt and some crabs running around. There's wreckage of ship. Pull out the feather token and Runar looks at Geo lying straight in the eye and goes, Whenever it makes a boat, I don't remember how big the boat is. Flicks it out onto the water. Feather floats down to the water and then just immediately poofs into this 20-foot boat that's really just a giant swan, white (laughs) and almost glowing, in which you ride the back of the swan, and the swan is, like, ready to go. It's, like, looking around. It's almost got this sentience to it where it's looking at you waiting to go, but it's also kind of crammed in because of all the wreckage. You won't just immediately zip away, but you can kind of start working your way out. Apparently it was a little bigger than I was thinking. Uh, so, Runar, we have a bit of a problem. We stand out like a sore thumb, but at least we have 24 hours. We have 24 hours? Hmm. Yeah, Darwin said 24. 
Yeah, why, why don't we pop out to the other side of the storm and then we'll just chill out in the boat and make sure that none of us lose track of time and pop back in. We'll be completely safe. Unless coming back in is going to be crazy again. Possibly. Um, we could go check on the iron sights and maybe we stage of jailbreak and if we can get the iron sights free and they can just row us out of here. Hmm. Looking around the shores, do we see any enslaved people laying around still? It's pretty bare over here. Won't take long to get to the other side of that wall. Since we're a big glowy swan, let's pop out to the other side of the wall, circle around that way, and then come back in. Okay. While you're talking to the swans, like, <coughs> nodding its head, like, let's see. <coughs> all right, all right. That's the swanny. Okay. Swanny knows. Swanny knows. <laughs> all right, let's do this. Okay, start heading towards the storm wall. Swan seems to be already rare to go. We'll cut back to Druk. You are just getting to the far side. Okay. Following Daladin's directions. And you come up among a bunch of wreckage. And on the far end of the wreckage, just on the edge of the cloud, you see a swan <laughs> with two sleeping guys in it. <laughs> Coming back in towards the wreckage again. But those two fell asleep and they ended in the cloud. <laughs> Go ahead and roll initiative, Drock, because yeah. uh, he's getting his bow ready and he's like, oh, look. <laughs> Twelve. Are they sleeping? <laughs> he actually waves his hand and you gain five extra hit points. Oh. And then he waves his hand again, and you gain two AC. A little bit of a glow shimmers around you for a second. And then he gets his bow out, and he starts aiming it for your friends on the swan. But you're going first. I'll take my bow out. Well, Governor, it seems they tried to leave the island early. (laughs) And I'm going to take a shot at Giovanni. (laughs) Oh, crap. Nine. Nine will miss. Ah, bad shot. Going to bonus action, move back into the forest and hide. He kind of looks back and he's like, not sure why you need to hide. And so he pulls back the bow. Are you going after the goat? Okay, I'll go after the cat. Uh, Okay. Arrow hits. Runar, you take six points of piercing damage. And then when it hits, it flares up with some sort of electrical damage. You take five points of lightning damage. And it wakes you up. <laughs> you look across the water and you can barely make out what just shot at you, which is Daladin in his camouflage cloak. Swanee, turn and attack. <laughs> and then I <laughs> kick out Giovanni to try to wake him up. Ah, ah, hey, oh, did we make it? No, the cloud put us to sleep again. We fell in the same <laughs> trap. <laughs> Oh, That's stupid! Now we gotta fight this guy right here on the beach. Let's go. All right, wait, we're fighting this guy. Though. All right, all right. That you gotta admit that was kind of funny though. No, we're stupid. Chuck, <laughs> you see that they're both awake over there, and they are moving towards the shore on the Swan. Daladin is still standing there in his cloak. His back is to you. I'm gonna move up right alongside him. I'm gonna drop my quiver and try and steal all of his arrows. Make a stealth check with advantage. Okay. Natural 20 for 26. Gently grab the entire bundle of arrows, lift it up, and run away. 
slink back into the foliage yep. quietly as you came out. Excellent shot, sir. <laughs> Thank you. He reaches for his arrows. <laughs> what? Uh! He turns around, seems to see you even though you're partially obscured. He just runs your way, pulls both daggers from his waist, and tries to jab you with them. Okay. You knock one of his hands away as it comes in, but the other one catches you. You take four points of piercing damage, and then it pops with a little bit of dark energy. And you take five points of necrotic, and he drops the spell, so your AC drops back down to normal. Giovanni, the swan slides up onto the shore, so you end up probably within 10 feet of where Druk and Daladin are duking it out. Giovanni has a sword in his hand, and he says to Runar, Get your mind straight here, you scallywag. Let's get this guy and get this over with. And you heal with healing word. (laughs) (laughs) And you heal seven points of damage. And then he jumps off the swan boat and gives a big piratey charge yell and goes to hit the fish man. All right, I take a swing with the weird sword. 25 to hit. 25 hits. For 11 points of damage. All right, comes in and just cuts into him and he looks at the sword and says, I shouldn't have let him have that after all. (laughs) Runar. Runar is going to jump off the boat and charge the elf, do a couple of swipes with his claws. He's just coming in, you know, like the 80s kung fu giant swipe action. Does a 20 hit. 20 hits. Uh, The first attack hits for nine points of damage. The second attack hits for five points of damage. On the second attack, I'm going to burn a key point, and he owes me a DC 14 con save, or be stunned. Ooh. He rolled a one. Nice. Stunned until the end of my next turn. Nice. And I will spend another key point. Flurry of blows, some more wild slashes with his arms. Okay. 21 for eight points of damage. Flurry of claws coming at it, and he kind of staggers backward a little bit. He almost loses his balance at the force of these two guys jumping in at him. <laughs> Scoot back another 35 feet, set his quiver down, grab one of the arrows, take a shot at him. Okay. 23 points of damage. Again, staggers it back. He's just sort of rolling on his feet like a cartoon boxer. Okay? He's not doing anything, he's just stunned. Back up to Giovanni. Gio spins around and slashes at this guy. Uh, 23 to hit, and I do 13 points of damage. The hood on the cloak drops as this is happening, and it stops doing that camouflage thing. And Giovanni uses Bardic Inspiration and says, Finish him off, Runar. I'll do the double stiff arm 1980s kung fu slashing motions at him. 13. 13 will miss. <laughs> hmm. That'll be a bargain inspiration. Ruin that one. <laughs> You're not very inspiring. And then I will bonus action do just one last kick him in the face. Nat 20. There we go. There we go. There we go. Ooh. 13 points of damage. <laughs> and then he owes me another save. He comes out of it for just a second because it was your turn. And he's like, I can't believe that a cat and a goat, and you just crack him again, (laughs) and his tooth flies out, and he's bleeding from his face and his mouth, still standing there, but just again, stunned. (laughs) Nice. Druck. 24 to hit. 24 hits. 
14 points of piercing. Another arrow comes in, and this one just catches him right in the face. He still staggers back for a second, and he says, That was some good sport. <laughs> and then he falls forward <laughs> and lands on the ground. Yeah. His goggles yeah. have fallen to the ground. He's got his bow laying several steps away from him at this point. Oh, well. Druck, did you try one of the peaches? They were amazing. Uh, I believe I did. I had one last night over supper. Su- supper? Oh, what do they eat here? Oh. Do they eat fish? Did they have tuna? Sushi? Boar. Boar. Ooh. That sounds boring. Mark, I want to roll slide of hand to see if I can get that bow in my vest without them noticing. <laughs> Here we go. You definitely need disadvantage on that okay. because it's huge. <laughs> you want me to roll perception on this? or <laughs> Yes. Okay. <laughs> 23. Okay, he's starting to put a, the bow he's in his vest to to slowly. Just keep talking and grab the bow and hold on to it. <laughs> Giovanni lets him do it. Now I'll roll slide of hand to see if I get the goggles in my vest. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. <laughs> I rolled a nine. <laughs> 23 again. <laughs> <And> grab <laughs> the goggles. Javon <laughs> just lets you do it. He's like, oh, dang. What are these goggles? As do? soon as he picks up the next thing, I'm just going to grab it. It's just a <sighs> steady stream of him grabbing things. <laughs> One arrow at a time. It's <laughs> just over and over again. Another arrow. Another arrow. <laughs> All right, let's go find a ship. Hear me out. Can we at least inspect the iron sides? That ship's too loud and slow. We're not getting out with that. But the point is, is if it's operational, maybe we can talk about saving some of these people. Fun fact. Basically, the Ironside came ashore, beached on some rocks, and then that Hobgoblin warship came ashore right behind us, splintered into a million pieces. I don't know how we're getting this ship off of the land. Oh. We have to at least figure out how to uh, turn off the stormy wall, right? No. Oh, I wait. can pass through the storm. You can pass through the storm? Yeah. Wait, Runar and I can't. I How come you can? You guys fall asleep. It's a magical storm. It's probably because he's an elf. They don't fall asleep to, like, sleep spells. I don't know that this ship is worth saving, and I don't care about the people either way. We paid for that passage, and they screwed up the passage. Yeah, and I'm tired, broke, and hungry, so, man, I'm ready to bolt. <laughs> I commend you for wanting to save the crew. However, these people view any non-elvens as disposable income. They would more likely than not just murder anyone. And I've seen many despicable folk in my day, and boy, this guy's near the top. I, I don't like what they're doing with these people. I don't either. However, not willing to die for these people. I mean, you do have a good point. I don't want to die for these people. I mean, we got the people off the island of Thamron Cells. It can't be that much harder, can it? Runar, just think. You want to get back to your wife? We got to get going. There's something to be said about being able to look yourself in the mirror, too. Oh, I have one of those. Let me look. He whips out a mirror. Look. I just bought one not too long ago. We can definitely get outside the storm. Yeah, we got to see if it works, right? Maybe it'll just push us right back in and you won't be able to do anything? I don't know. I guess it's worth testing out. We can tow a boat out beyond the storm. I don't think they can see beyond it. You guys can rest. Hey, yeah, when we if we go through that, do you mind just, like, letting us sleep for a while? I, I feel like I haven't slept in, like, eight days. Really? 
It seems like it. I have slept like an angel. It this <laughs> has been wonderful. <laughs> you guys didn't sleep? No. You worked this all night. I have never picked so many peaches in my life. Oh. I have never slept in a better bed. I think we should head outside the storm. You guys get some rest. I am so relaxed. Figure out what the plan is after that, and then I'll see if I can't come up with something to help get some of these people out. Uh, That sounds like a plan to me. Come here, Swanee, and he jumps into the swan boat. He starts snuggling the side of it. <laughs> no, we, no, we gotta get a boat to tie it to, to tow behind it. Let's go look for a boat. All right, you guys do that. I'll be right here. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> you find one that needs a little mending. Ah, I, just, I just fell asleep. Can you mend this boat so we can use it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Can I go to sleep after that? Yeah, as soon as you tie it off to the other end of Swanee here. I mean, we don't right. have much choice. Okay, all right. Oh, yeah, I suppose we don't want to die. You're right. All right, so he mends the broken boat up. Then he jumps back into the swamp. <laughs> He's snoring instantly. Get you guys up when we get to the other side of the storm and figure out what the plan is. So the swan moves quickly through the storm. Mists are spitting all over you. Geo's never even moves, just sleeps the entire way. And Runar, just about three seconds into it, you just kind of smile to yourself and lay back and you're out. Takes a few minutes and you can see that the storm is starting to thin. And Druk, you see sunlight as it parts and you move out onto the clear sea. Ah, this is nice. And you look above you as shadow actually meets your face. And you're under the prow of the third hobgoblin warship. A bunch of hobgoblins point crossbows and muskets at you. And one of them with the tricorn hat says, Where are our men? Finally getting some sleep. Oh, this is great. I just love it. And Get out of my dream. Hey, Runa, what are you doing here? This is my dream. It's my dream. I'm going to dream about home and... Like your wife? Hey, what's your wife's name, by the way? I'm not telling you because you'll use it against me. Ah, oh, whatever. Jeez. You think you'll be able to tell your wife to like and subscribe to D4 on the floors when you do see her? Hey, does she like to write? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. I thought you'd like someone that likes to write. Yeah, maybe she'll write us a review, too. That would really help us out a lot, too. Yeah, I'm sure she could write a nice poem about us. She's a bit of a warrior <laughs> poet. And that's pretty fun. Awesome. Yes, I'll have her do that. Um, So now you need to leave my dream. No, we're clearly in the sleaze dream. You need to leave. Uh, no, I see my ship, so I've got things to do, my friend. Ah, my ships. One, two, three, four.